shoot. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Spinning Rack. I'm here with the boys. How are you guys doing? Today we're gonna to be talking about Masters of the Universe Revelation. Hey, was Kevin Smith right? Was Kevin Smith wrong? We're going to reveal it to you. And that's why it's called Revelations. So once again, we're here with Professor CA. Hey, what's up, Professor CA? What up? Hey, what's up, Calvin Ellis? Ready to rock. And our boy himself, the Prime Minister, the, the Selector, PD. Let's say what's up, bro. What's going on? So tell me what you got up here right now before we start this whole arm thing. Me? Yeah. Um, well, pass on to, to, Cal, to, 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 to Cal. Cal, can you give us a little breakdown of what's going on in the show? You've all seen the episodes, we wanted to do a little discussion. What do you think about this whole thing that's going on? Okay. Now, what do you you want me to do it? To okay. Do it. Not, just an explanation. Not, a, not, not give your opinion as of yet. It's a quick explanation of what happened. Okay. All right. Well, we were told this is supposed to be a continuation from the 1983 filmation cartoon series, Masters of the Universe. And well, it is. So we start off, we get pretty much a classic He-Man episode, or at least what Kevin Smith believes is a classic He-Man episode. And, you know, they're going through the paces. Bellator comes up with some scheme. Uh, the sorceress needs to call He-Man. Things get out of hand. You know, He-Man, of course, saves the day. But in saving the day, he-Man makes the ultimate sacrifice. And then we pretty much see Tila go through the hero's journey up until the up until we see He-Man once again, and he ends up dead at the end of the show. Okay, that's a good thing. So hey, let's get straight into it. There are a lot of things coming on with this with this issue, with this um, particular show. There's a lot of um, uh, questions. Hey, there was a lot of controversy with Kevin Smith. Uh, people have now started seeing the review, started, started seeing the movie, and reviews are coming in overall. Um, so, I mean, I've watched the show, Professor C.A., Calvin, and so has P.D. So I'm going to give my interpretation of probably the biggest issue. Did Kevin Smith lie? And I got to say, just watching this episode, you know, I got to say, I don't think he lied. Watching this series, I don't think he lied. I think that the that people could interpret it differently, you know? Now, the question is whether the show was as good as, as, as it once was. I'm not too sure about that. I think it's geared towards a younger demographic, clearly. Um, it doesn't seem to translate like some other shows that you would hope, especially these new remakes that they've done. So I, for me, it didn't hit the mark on a lot of things. But, um, but the question is, does, did what Kevin Smith say, did that, did, did it break the show? And so um, I'm putting this out here to the guys. What do you guys think about that? What I've just said? What do you guys think? Did it hit the mark of what Kevin Smith, what Kevin has said? Or is it something totally different? I'm still trying, I'm still getting over the fact you think he didn't lie. He said it was going to be one thing and it wasn't. Where's the, there's no interpretation. He said this was going to be a continuation from the 83 series. It's not. He said that it was going to focus on He-Man, that He-Man was not going to be put up to the side. That's not what happened. He said that no, Tila would be the focus like she always was on the original show. She'd have the same type of interaction. That surely wasn't the case. So, you know, at the very least, let's be straight to the people. If you don't think he lied, I think you have to do a little bit more than what you just said about interpretation. There's interpretation and it's just flat out false. You know, the guy lied. That's pretty strong. So what do you think about that, Professor CA? Any thoughts on that? Um, in terms of whether or not he lied, I don't know. I've had some very spirited conversations with uh, Calvin and around this topic. Um, I guess for me, 
the whole news of all this like anger toward Kevin Smith, even before the show popped off, was a little bit off-putting for me. I was like, look, I don't know whether he did this or did that or if it was a bait and switch. Like, I have not actually seen this show, so I'm not going to like give into that energy. Honestly, there was so much hate being spewed at him that I was actually able to sit down and enjoy the show. <laughs> it was like the, all the negativity at that point was removed from me and I was just able to just kind of watch it and kind of say, do I enjoy it or don't I enjoy it? Um, yeah, so I watched the show and I enjoyed it. It was cool. Now, whether or not Kevin Smith lied, uh, I don't know if I'll go as far as to call him a liar, but he, there's definitely, and, you st and I still have to see part two to be super confirmed on this, but as of what I was shown, he did um, knowingly let us lead us to believe one thing which was against what everybody um was talking about in terms of the leak well let me right. let me <laughs> chime in, let me chime in here about the show he definitely get on that he definitely lied there's no getting around it he was definitely doing the bait and switch get you in there with a cool you know current animation he-man and then it'd be about um, turn it into, I guess, Buffy or whatever you want to call this sort of thing. Buffy or um, Xena. Maybe it's more like Xena. But ultimately, let's deal with the show. Let's now deal with the show as it's, right? The show itself, I don't know that Kevin Smith is the guy to be doing animation because it um, has the fault of what you can see when a new team of animators get on something and it's very a lot of slow moving stuff and a lot of standing around waiting for stuff to happen and well, um i'm sorry pete i don't mean to cut you but are you guys familiar with the stuff these guys did before this show which no. which they did show? i don't know if either of you guys watched castlevania but they did all four seasons of castlevania and they also did blood of zeus which i know mario saw Mars. Mars, sorry. I, I know. Saw, I've seen some. I've seen the first season of Castlevania, and I've seen um, the the Blood of Zeus. Yeah, so I'm very familiar with their. Yeah, so it's not that they can't do. I mean, they've got the animating chops. So, you know, if you've oh. seen those things, you know, you can definitely make a good comparison. I just wanted to put that out. Not about not necessarily talking about the animators themselves, but when you add in that Kevin Smith is is the writer, at least of the first episode, and the story editor. And it's like, there's some things where you could put someone like, and not to say that um, the, you know, the, it just it just was people kind of standing around, that sort of thing. And that's something that could be alleviated easily. So it's not really trying to be tough on saying these guys are beginning animators. It's just how the story is written, where they're just like, oh, the sorceress is just saying, I can take it all myself. I can take this all myself. I got this stuff. And then next thing you know, oh, oh I'm feeling the pressure. Let's call He-Man at the last possible minute. And then, like, somehow, Skeletor, I guess because it has a skeleton in the in the Grayskull, he understands the um, castle. I mean, some of the dialogue ultimately early on was a little bit very soft, very, you know, wasn't necessarily, I guess I can commend him for not doing his sort of jokes, his sort of, um, you know, um, you know, sort of getting high sort of jokes, that sort of thing. But um, humor? yeah, that sort of stuff. But he didn't do that. But it was very kid, very much like a pun. It was just like the the Sex in the City level puns in here. But then when you know you get to the part, that I kind of struggle with the, the taking forever to get He-Man down there. 
You got Tila down there and He-Man. Get into the castle, He-Man. He did quickly dispose of all of the those um, guys on the outside, which was cool. The ultimate moment for me where, I, you know, because not being a big He-Man fan was, well, no, it passed the whole thing of the trick of, you know, something happened in the Skeletor and then that actually worked in Skeletor's favor. And then everyone's sort of standing around. Skeletor's like, yep, just enough time to crack this thing open. And the sorceress is like, oh, I just want to see you one last time. We get the moment that was worth it for the whole thing is He-Man makes the decision. He figures it out. He figures what he can do to help the situation. But there will be a consequence. And of course, if you see the two swords and if you see Adam, this is like possibly Adam's strongest moment in the entire he-man thing i can't i haven't seen the the middle series for adam so maybe there was, was some better moments for adam but for me not being a big fan of, of the show and not seeing that many i was like wow this is a good moment a good sort of thing that we've seen in comics and i think we've seen a trail where we've seen adam later so he possibly will be back but at the same time we had a good adam moment a sad moment but then after that they got into the whole thing that you can't do in film, you can't lie, you can't have a secret identity to protect your friends and that sort of thing. So Tila goes off and gets all yeah, upset. Cool. I didn't like any of that. That was terrible. I mean, look, I, well, I, as, I, as, I, I saw the, the mid-series, the 2002 series. There were plenty of Prince Adam moments there. There's an, uh, episode four, sorry, episode three or four is entitled The Courage of Adam. And they deal with the fact that Adam is like, well, you know, I, I've got my own thing to bring to the table. I don't always want to have to call on He-Man or more than just that. And he has to put his ego to the side saying, look, you're the champion of Eternia. This isn't about you proving yourself. This is about you being called to do these particular things as He-Man. And if you decide that your own ego needs to come before that, there's a good chance that the, the forces of evil, if you will, are going to win. So they had, they had episodes that dealt with that. They the two seasons, they did a very good job of dealing with a lot of uh, topics that were lingering from the last series, which, again, and I brought this up before, I don't think anybody ever saw that series or even know it exists because a lot of it, there was just a lot of stuff that was dealt with there. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, for me, though, this, this, the, 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 yeah. with the, the whole series itself, but I mean, there were some standouts, you know, um, Lena Headley, Lena Healy. You know, Headley, Hetty, Hetty, Hedina Hetty, um, who we all know from Game of Thrones, Queen Cersei did an excellent job as Evil Lynn, or excuse me, Lynn, as she was called before, you know, working with the heroes and coming back. I thought that was a great job that she did there. I thought um, Sarah Michelle um, Geller as Tila, you know, she did what she was working with, the material that she had with. She did a pretty good job. Mm. That's mm -hmm. not a positive. Mark Hamill. That's not a positive. Well, with what you what you what you what you have is not a positive. Mark Hamill as Skeletor did a great job. You know, I mean, you can never go wrong with a with a, with a Skeletor. You like the Joker. You know what I'm trying to say? But you sounded like the Joker, and Kevin Conroy threw me off as uh, Mirman. I was like, "Where's that voice from?" And then when I finally put it together, I was like, "Okay, that's throwing me." But I didn't understand why they decided to put him for Merman when there was like a couple of the characters that he probably would have done a better job with. But, you know, they wanted the name recognition, same way they wanted to slap name recognition on the show with Masters of the Universe. Well, I mean, yeah, that, that, that definitely is true, you know. Um, but look, overall, like I said, the, the, I think this was definitely like, if this is the same group, like you're saying, did Castlevania and also did um, 
but it was, it's a, this is geared to a, more, a much younger demographic, I think. You know, it's not as, um, the story to me was not as strong as it possibly could be relative to those two series, which, you know, which also had holes, but I felt were more enjoyable than this one here overall. Um, I definitely, to me, the turnaround with, T um, um, with Tila was a really big issue, you know, in terms of how she's yeah. out. Peter, can you please put up the um, images that you have before? Selector, please put them up. So you can see the difference in Tila over the years. Selector, can you see <laughs> up the image? Nope, hold on. Stop that. Do, do you want to give me the power so I can go back into the image again, Peter? Damn, um, I, I actually, I guess I'm in a minority, but I liked the episode, the first episode. <laughs> um, it, it was a pretty, I mean, it was fast paced, action was happening. The one piece I did uh, enjoy was exactly what you guys have been talking about. Just like one second, she's being honored. And then when she actually gets the new title of um, Man at Arms, um, but then finds out that uh, uh, Prince Adam is He-Man and she's all like, well, I'm tired of all you MFers and your lies and I'm on them through. And it was like, really, that just, just like that? Like, okay. That was it. The that carried out throughout the entire series. I mean, that first episode is very much in vain of what the original series was like. Okay, he was almost doing a paid by numbers thing of the, you know, complete with some stuff that I've just felt, you know, had some contempt for the original series. But that first episode up until, yeah, just about up until the point where He-Man dies, that's almost a carbon copy of what they did on the original series. Then he kills them off and decides to go his own way. Mm. And so yeah, all the action and oh, yeah, that's what you would have gotten on the original series. He just maintained that for five episodes. Said, okay, uh, I knew it was gonna be, I knew he was gonna uh, screw the lads when I saw that He-Man transformation because they took a lot of time. That, that sequence right over there, if you know anything about animation, that took a lot of time and crap. All right, that's probably one of the best He-Man transformations that I've seen, you know, in any cartoon. Because the original series, all he does is just, you know, I'm by the power of Grayskull, and it's like literally just a flash. It's just a flash, and he transforms. This, you know, you get, you know, energy's bathing him, body gets bigger, one by one, the pieces of armor come, the little pieces of armor come on, the trunks come on. So they spent a lot of time with that. And I was like, oh, we're seeing this great transformation because we're not going to see it again anytime soon, if, if at all. Oh man. So look, we'll take a look at the three characters here. And I think I don't like the uh, the way this what they're saying right there. We're not trying to say that, but there's a, clearly a difference in the progression of what Tila looks like as time goes by. You know, mm -hmm. clearly a little bit um, less muscular as time has um, uh, previously, and now it's a lot more, you know. Um, you mean less You mean less feminine? Is that what you mean? I'm not saying that, I'm just you saying- You mean more masculine? Is that what you're saying? You can have some muscles and still, you know, you just either say it or don't say it. That's pretty much what the pictures are looking at. I'm just saying, you know. You got a feminine, a little bit younger, but feminine. And then you got, you know, then you got Butch looking right here. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that it's a, Tila's character is very different from what we were accustomed to and used to with Tila. And I think that, you know, I think it, say, it says a lot where they're like, to become man of arms, you have to be like <laughs> bloated out, like, you know. And I don't necessarily think that's necessarily the case. I thought that. The Tila that was there before was just as good and could have done the character there. Um, I think a lot of this whole thing are they 
someone would have said is that are they are they trying to play both sides of the fence? Like the whole thing is there was a relationship. Well, there was a Tila was in love with He Man while Adam was in love with Tila. I guess right? Am I off, Cal? Well, no. They never they never tapped into that in the in either of those cartoon series. They never tapped into it. Oh well, I always thought that there was something there between the two. Um, which is why I never go for this clear baiting stuff. But the whole idea is that the lead guy or the lead girl always, you know, is going to probably fall in love with whoever the, uh, the you know, have the love interest. Nothing really played up in the um, formation cartoon or even the second series. Most you could say that they're friends. You know, they were good, definitely good friends because uh, Adam's like in the second series. Adam's still a teenager and Tila's older than him. So if Adam's maybe like 16 and Tila's 21. So, you know, more than likely because of the age difference, she's just not, you know, she's just not there. So they never really played into all of that. And then the, the thing about, oh, well, you know, queer baby, well, you're gonna have to accept it. You can have two people of the same sex in a show where you don't necessarily have to fall in love with each other. Same with, you know, same with the guys and the girls. Well, look at what this person says here when they ask what they say, damn, Tila, what happened? And then the <laughs> next comment was, laugh out loud. I'm not getting into this nonsense again. Kevin Smith said, we didn't we don't need to go over, over. Oh, we don't need to go over that. And let me finish this. It's not done yet. We don't, we don't, this is we don't need to finish it. Above, we, we have Tila looking like a straight up man. <laughs> oh. Hopefully, this guy, he had optimistic. He said, hopefully, she reverts back to this gorgeous armor before the end of the show. Oh, don't don't even look this this one you got here with the special with Tila. What's the image of it? What is it? It's Tila, Tila Man, it uh, the new girl. If you get that, if you get that shot up there and just look at the girl, all freaking buff. You know, they all look like they're benching 250. Easy. Okay, Pete. Okay. We, we can take this this off, okay? Thank Done you. with it. Yeah, I've been for a while. Okay. Okay, so we've established that Tila is buffed in this version. What does that, what conclusion is that leading us to? I don't, where are we going? Well, that, was, that was an old one saying that he, he was saying they didn't re redesign the characters. And obviously, oh, okay. they really, he, he definitely, as far as Tila was trying to go, I guess, you know, be on the fence of being, have a tough girl. So she has to be. Yeah. But just think, people up, I mean, with the community, they could get upset when they see Butch characters from the 80s. And they're like, oh, look, stereotypical Butch character. Then they, they do a, re, you know, they do a redesign. They're like, great, perfect. There's nothing wrong with women having muscles, okay? The only thing that we're talking about here is just that some people are nice, like the characters look like this. I think another thing, too, is that the character, the very fact that she's thrown away the mantle of Maron, that she's upset with everybody. She's the focus of the whole show for the first five episodes. And I've told this to Cal, I think probably in the second season, the next five, there may be a change where- Oh, the old, in the next season of three <laughs> years down the line, they'll fix it. They'll put it back together <laughs> I, later. I think right. this- I think this was That's the right. whole. Thing. Don't worry about it. They got a bridge people for sale. In. I said, "Can you stop that? This is the whole line to get people in to see it, the controversy, and then bam, they come back with Adam being um, He-Man. Because you know, He-Man. I'm gonna give the spoiler. He-Man is killed by Skeletor. A great move by Skeletor overall. You know, and what he was doing because they, they him and Skeletor were supposedly dead. Um, He-Man went to Paradise where he met other He-Mans. You know, and you have <laughs> yeah, other He-Man. Yeah, 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 for sure. And then you have um, Skeletor, you know, the great Skeletor, they, they don't they don't know what happened to him. 
You know what I'm yeah. saying? But in reality, you, 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 you've killed twice. Yeah, he put his he put his essence into the orb and was able to walk around with Evelyn who was trying to like throw shade on him throughout the whole show. Like, you mm. know, people don't appreciate you and stuff like that. Evelyn still looked good in the episode. You know what I'm trying to say? We we there was no controversy that I'm hearing about Evelyn, you know, and then how she played the heroes going forward, or did she? Probably will be different in the other uh, situation. Oh, you got the next series, Evelyn's gonna change too. Evil no. Lane actually stayed in character. Evil Lane was like, okay, I'm going to do what's necessary to affect whatever outcome that I want. And as soon as she got it, she was right by my Skeletor's team. She's still in character. Yeah. And she was fully, she was fully present where, like, where, uh, she was fully present wherever she was. So it's like, okay, I'm with Skeletor and we trying to take over. Didn't work out. All right. She took her time off doing her own things. Then when it seems like they realized the whole new goal was to bring magic back, she joined um, the sorceress and was like, all right, we're going to do this. And then I actually didn't really enjoy the character work um, when they were all paired off and she was paired with Orko. Um, I didn't really, I actually enjoyed that. Like they had some connectivity and they actually kind of like um, shared some chemistry. I thought they had pretty good chemistry together as a character, as characters. I agree with you 100%. That's why I say Lena Headley killed it. Queen Cersei doing her job, you know? Yeah, I think that that was the to me the standout character, which is shocking because normally it would be Skeletor, you know, in a show like this. And mm. not that I like villains, but just just. So I mean, hey, so overall we, did, we got through it. Yeah. So overall, did we all like the episode, like the show, or didn't like the show? No, didn't like it. Besides the whole Tila thing, did you like the show? <laughs> okay. I'll give this to you two ways. If I'm a fan and I was expecting something, you didn't give me what you told me you were going to give. You lied to me, straight up. So now you're asking me, well, come in here and still gauge it on the quality of the show, which I think is completely disingenuous. And it, it's, it's almost asking me to indulge in a certain type of uh, self-inflicting fantasy. Because the only reason why I'm watching this is because of what you presented to me. I understand sometimes, you know, we want to go higher level with stuff. If you tell me this show is supposed to be about cowboys and Indians, and when I watch it, it's about strawberry shortcake, and you're like, well, that's a strawberry shortcake story. I'm like, what an idiot am I supposed to be for you at the end of the day? So that bit over there is not going anywhere. You told me what the show was going to be about. That's what got me interested. You didn't deliver on that. Now, okay, I'll play along. Let me just judge it based on what was going to hit. That first episode, up until the point where you kill a man, hey, how could I not enjoy that? That's very much in line with what the original series was, okay? I'd be lying if I said I didn't enjoy it. Then you give me the rest of this stuff, okay? And it's a disjointed and convoluted hero's journey for a character that's not an for a character that's not an archetypical hero, for someone who abandons everything that she was trained that she was raised to do, to go on these little light jaunts around Eternia, which are pretty much just like Easter egg hunts. And then you double down by bringing back the character that I was supposed to be looking forward to and you kill them off again. So, you know, I'm looking at this again based on what you're giving me. It's like, you don't want me to enjoy this. You're setting me up, you know, you're setting me up to take tumbles more, through, more than enough throughout the series. Now, again, I'm taking this from the perspective of somebody who actually wanted to watch a story about He-Man. If you just came into it and you didn't really have any concern one way or the other, 
you know, like, hey, I don't care. As long as I enjoy the story, that's it. And hey, this was the series for you because it doesn't really matter at the end of the day. I'm trying to take the perspective of somebody who was like, wow, yeah, he man, haven't seen this guy in years or saw the trailer and said, wow, this looks really interesting. I want to see more about this guy that you are highlighting in the trailer. And then you get the whole bait and switch at the end of the day. You're asking these guys to come over here and really bend over backwards for you. And you're treating them with the contempt. How are you going to like that? Okay, so I guess that's a no. Hell no. <laughs> you know, I think it took, I'm surprised it took you guys so long to, for me, when um, I watched the first episode, once Tila got all upset about the whole thing about them not knowing, that's when to me the episode went downhill. That was uh, uh, my issue with it there. And the fact that that was a central focus throughout, which I, I, I just don't get it. I didn't feel the need for that. You know, but overall, I mean, wasn't that crazy about it overall, but it was okay. And of course, stand out once again, man. Evelyn did her thing. CA, you want to put in, you want to say anything here? <laughs> um, I enjoyed it. <laughs> I, I, um, I was entertained. I watched it all the whole way through pretty much. Okay, okay, okay. And, and but um, to be fair, it is what um, Cal, Cal is saying because it's like, you, there's nothing, there's no excuses for the fact that it was advertised um, as He-Man in a way, in terms of the clips that were shown. Most of the clips were flashback and this was a he Tila's hero's journey. Um, she, she refused the call, she took the call, she answered the call, she went to the underworld, uh, she got the boon, she, which was the sword, she came back. And I just was, it was kind of like for somebody who's watching it, who wants to enjoy it, it was a little bit confusing because once you got all this investment and you got to the heaven version, uh, what's that, Preternia, um, the heaven version, which I thought was dope because you got to see all these other ancestors of He-Man who had come before, and there's some interesting like notes that like Adam chose to be in his Adam form or his quote unquote lesser form. Then I mean, so I'm intrigued by the story. But then when he leaves, and and they're warning him off, they're giving him warning of warning. He's like, he's like, look, bro, I don't know if you want to go back because if you go back, you're gonna die. And then he's told, yo, bro, there'll be other champions. Lean off. <laughs> and then he's told, you sure you want to go and do this? He's like, yeah. And then I'm and I'm just sitting there like, why is Tila still holding the sword? <laughs> like, why is Tila got the sword on her back? And then she and then they get back, and then she finally begrudgingly gives it to 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 Adam. But then you feel like then what was the all of the work that Tila went through for? And it was for this big setup to kind of have you know Skeletor, uh, you know, ultimately stab Adam, you know, you know, through the gut. Um, and then you just, and, and then you know, and which I thought the writing was, I don't think the writing was geared for children as much because I feel like one, they did things in this uh, series that they have that they maybe they didn't do before. Like the sword was actually used to harm someone. Like yes, she it was run through him. He ran it through Skeletor um, to his demise. So he essentially killed Skeletor, almost killed Skeletor. Um, and it did, I was excited that where they left it, but it was a cliffhanger, and I'm still not even sure like what is the, the boards and the chess pieces to use some lesser characters um, to kind of bring out stakes, like kill Mossman who was barely reintroduced, kill off Orko just when he was getting to be something, the character fulfillment there. But yeah, I mean, like overall, like I'm gonna watch part two. I'm gonna watch part two. I don't know if you guys watched the after, the after scene where they kind of talk about 
they introduced all the actors and stuff. But there's this one moment that I'll share where, um, well, Kevin Smith is standing there with the dude who's the Mattel head, right? And he's like, yeah, can you believe it? We killed He-Man twice. And I was just like, what? Because in my mind, after watching it, I didn't presume that he was killed when the sword goes through his side. I was like, okay, he's going to come back in part two. But they kind of laid the groundwork, man, that he can only die once. And next time he dies, man, he's going to be in the dirt. That's so right. um, I'm not sure. I, I'm entertained. Um, Kevin Smith did do, I have to concede at this point, Kevin Smith did do a bait and switch. Um, how I feel about the series will kind of really be based on part two for me. So what about you, PD? Um, From what I saw, you know, it's not something that I would... Um, definitely go back to. And as far as I don't think I thought he was going to I thought Kevin Smith was going to be more of a uh, EP, where he would see things and sort of give direction. I didn't really think of him as a person that can immediately transfer into animation. But, um, you know, it's a it's a sad thing to hear the overview. But at the same time, at the same time, I'm not that big of a He-Man fan to go crazy. But um, I guess it's trying to give you the Transformers where Tila is the hot rod, is the Rodimus Prime now. Mm. Or like that. So the kids who like He-Man feel the pain. And then the next, you know, the kids just call in and say, give us He-Man. Because <laughs> that's basically what happened with, with, with Optimus Prime where they asked, they just said, can we just have him back and, and, and call it a day? And like, yeah, yeah, we'll just reverse everything. So he's a robot. Why can't we bring him back? But He-Man's a little different. But he got magic, and I didn't, you know, I don't know. It's not something that was necessarily my cup of tea. The couple things that I liked wasn't enough to bring me in, and um, then to, um, you know, to hear, to try to wait for the next series to see something, or is there a quest for He-Man or whatever? Or I can't, I can't. That's for any of you He-Man, He-Man fans to do now. You got, you know. It's, I got a question. So, do you think that's why the show is no longer called He Man Masters of the Universe and the Masters of the Universe? Now it's just called Masters of the Universe. Yeah, but it, doesn't, it doesn't feel like it's the Masters of the Universe without He Man. But can... it was always Masters of the Universe. It was always Masters of the Universe until they did the Filmation cartoon. Filmation is when you get that uh, diff is when you get some differentiation in terms of titling, but it's always been mass. I mean, from the first time the toys came out to the first comics, Masters of the Universe. Filmation was the first, and for the longest period of time, the only time where you had that, uh, where you had that uh, that billing that billing structure with Masters of the Universe and He-Man. So, you know, the whole idea to revert back to it is, I don't know, that it, it's too much in the weeds at the end of the day. But just from the, you know, I've collected the toys for years. So that's one of the reasons why I know it. But there's no, well, we're trying to get back to the whole masters of the universe and it can be anyone. That's the way it started off. So there's no escaping it that way. Well, I would, I would also chime in. The one thing that I, I have to say that I appreciate that they did was, and this could obviously get us into some trouble with the freaking Netflix people. Don't, don't say look at this. Look at the, they did the, was it the Earl Norum sort of painting animation? Like Earl Norum, uh, uh, what was that? Boris, Boris Vallejo and Franz, that's Franz Facetta, right? I'm glad that they did this. 
because his way is really cool. It's really fun to see. So I'll, I'll commend him for that. And it'd be fun to see a whole series like that, but I don't know how long it would take. But um, I just want to great. Try, uh, chime that in. Again, great. If you look at all the stuff, they start off, they give you all that classic art that if you collected the, the mini comics and the toys, it's the same type of art from those toys. And, you know, they give you the whole send up, you know, they make some mistakes with that or with the original send up. But if you're there, you're probably like, OK, I'm on board. And then, oh, yep, hard left, hard left. How you like me now? Well, hey, thank you. we've covered we've covered as much as we can cover now. So, hey, if you guys like He-Man, just be surprised. Don't be surprised. There's going to be some um, interesting revelations. That's why it's called revelations. <laughs> Spirak, out. out. Later.